Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Accountability Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Drew Sample, or at your sample on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow my farm at Capital City Gardens. And I am joined by my, I'm so honored to have this man be a co-host with me on a weekly basis. You may have heard him on the Permaculture Voices podcast. He was on uh, an episode of The Urban Farmer, and soon he'll be out with just his own episode with Diego. He's the owner and operator of Flavorful Farms um, and my partner in crime in this podcast, Mr. Scott Hebert. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I uh, I don't know why I've been wanting to just really just, just give you these great intros recently, but I'm like, you know what? Scott deserves it. I'm just like sitting back and I'm just like smiling. I'm like I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, thanks, Drew. S- sloppy drunk, Scott. No, I'm just teasing. Oh, I'm just teasing, man. We're we're fun. Um, yeah, man. So how was your week? It was good, man. How was your week? My week was was a uh, educational week, man. It was good. Um, I, yeah, actually, it was like a a a a, a painful learning week. But it was, I mean, I knew it was coming. Um, it just was just one of those things. I uh, i didn't go to the market. I was actually going to go out of town and just go camping because I didn't have a lot of stuff. Wah, wah, wah. I, know, I didn't have my microgreens done. But um, the good news is that the, the cooler, the walking cooler is pretty much done. Uh, I had the spray guy come out and he pretty much said he wasn't going to spray it. So I was like, well, that sucks. So I had to buy more insulation. I'm just like, I just got to get this fucking thing done. Um, I trans- why, why didn't he want to spray it? I don't know, dude. He said something like he would have to tip it back on its on the the, cool, the trailer all the way on its back to spray the bottom. And I'm just like, you could just crawl underneath it. But it's just, you know, he just didn't want to do the work, man. So whatever. It's fine. I don't have time to, to mess with it anymore. It needs to be, it just needs to be done. Um, so that's pretty much it. I can't, I, I, you know, me not having this infrastructure ready was probably the most painful this week. Um, but also it was just like a reminder because I, you know, the class, you know, the biggest difference between you and I is you had all the infrastructure ready going into the season and I didn't. Kind of. I was, yeah, I, I had a plan at least for what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I kind of had a plan, but then. A lot of stuff just kind of fell through. Like I thought I could do the walk-in cooler thing at that uh, shared spot, and that didn't work out. And then I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, and then I decided I was going to do a trailer. So I got the trailer, and it just took longer than I thought it would. Yeah, man, that's why it's important to move with some speed sometimes, even if it means paying a little bit more. That's what I did. Um, there's definitely some things I overpaid for. Like my walk-in cooler cost me more money than I thought it was going to. I think when I just did the calculations for it, I just messed up how much the insulation was going to cost me. And I thought I was actually going to be able to build like uh, pretty much double the size. But that was going to end up being like $3,000. I didn't have $3,000 left at that point because that was yeah. like one of the last pieces of the puzzle that I was buying. Yeah. But yeah, man, there's definitely some things that I like overpaid on because I tried to move with speed so that when the growing season got here, I had as like I was just in the best position that I could be. Yeah, and the best position that I could be when the growing season got here would have been to have 
my walk-in cooler built, my washing station built, and have all my tools. But I didn't quite have that. I had most of my tools, or I had all my tools, and then I just needed to build my walk-in cooler. And then by the time my first crops came out, I did have that walk-in cooler finished. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So that, I mean, that was one thing. Um, the washing and drying station is almost done. Uh, I got a, I got actually got a free electric power washer, so now I could just wash those trays in the back, um, get those done. I mean, there, there's just a lot of stuff. I think like to the point was, I was really just trying to wing it and make it work. I'm like, all right, I really just need to take, I need to take this weekend off and just get my shit kind of in alignment. So I, I got stuff transplanted. I got up early and did some work. Um, you know, I, I did a Scott Hebert, you know, I've been trying to go to bed early and, uh, get work done. So I went out in the field and I got that stuff done. Um, got some mushroom compost for, for pretty cheap and, uh, turned some beds over. Um, yeah. And the only reason that I go to bed early though, is because that's what works for me. I'm a morning person. Like I know that I can wake up and crush oh, like uh, the first half of the day and just kill it. Yeah. But there's some other people that are like night birds, right? And they should definitely sleep in. Yeah, not me, man. I need to get up early and just get it done. Yeah, you're like that too? I mean, it just is. I mean, I can keep lying to myself and pretend like I'm going to go out at night after work. But honestly, after work, dude, I just am too tired. I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah, man, I've been coming home and having naps. Yeah. yeah so. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm so tired. And I have half an hour nap and I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel better. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's that's the thing. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff I need to get done. I think I had a good conversation with Luke Callian this week. He called me and, and we talked about a lot of it. And I mean, he was just like, I mean, dude, like you're doing well your first year. You're figuring stuff out. Um, so, I mean, that that felt good. I mean, and I pretty much said, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that I, I, I would have done over differently, but it's it's too late and I just got to adjust and keep moving. Yep. So I got plans to run irrigation in the hoop house um, since... A lot of those starts, man, like just because I can't get home and uh, this cat just keeps trying to bump his head against the microphone. Um, sorry about that. And I can't get home in, I mean, literally I'd have to water it three times a day and driving home every day from lunch just doesn't, that doesn't really make sense to do. It's, I mean, it's not a far drive, but it's, you know, it's, it's just kind of wasteful. Um, and, and I, Ever since I set up irrigation on the for the outside, it's just been great. Like everything grows really fast. Everything's looking good. Were you thinking about being efficient in your processes? Yeah, I was. But then do you think do you the, think about that or like because like that's definitely. when like when I was when I first read JM's book, like I, I would probably read it right when it came out in English. So probably like 2012, I guess. Yeah. Um, that was like one of the first books that I read. Like I read Elliot Coleman's New Organic Grower for like growing vegetables, I mean, right? Um, I read Elliot Coleman's New Organic Grower and that kind of set me on like a really – did you ever read that one? Not yet. It's in the – Okay. In well, it's, it's, that set me up for like really good because then I was like thinking that instead of like pests being just bad, I was thinking that like they were like an indicator of of a problem instead of like being like a, something bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then – um. Just stuff like like just reading that book from familiarize me with like um, like high tunnels and season extension and things like that, right? And being efficient in my time. And yeah. then I read Jam's book, 
And his was really, really, really about efficiency. And that's something that I really liked in permaculture. It was just the efficiency. Because when I was fighting, I learned about um, that you just have to like conserve your energy. And it's efficiency of movement a lot of times that will take you far. And so that's what I try to think about when, I'm, when I set up my farm. I was like, how can I make this thing be efficient? How can yeah. I make everything be efficient? And like, so like getting the walk-in cooler finished as a priority and as like put aside the proper amount of money for it was like an easy choice for me to make. Because that was just going to improve my efficiency so much. Setting up proper irrigation lines is that's an easy choice to make because that's going to improve your efficiency so much. Double digging your garden beds, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. not efficient. So don't do that. Yeah, but, I, I definitely think, I mean, I planned on it. But at the same time, I mean, like, I haven't been thinking, like, for the past few years, like, I'm going to be a farmer. Like, it was kind of something that I made a quick decision to do. And then I start doing it, and it's like I'm learning as I go. So, yeah, that's so weird, man. I never, I don't really think about it. Like sometimes I do think about it that I've kind of been like after it for like because only like I've only been really doing this for like a year, right? Yeah, but in your but head, I, in my head, I was farming. <laughs> in my, yeah, in my head, I've been farming for a while, right? And I was trying to think about how it all worked out, and I just like it's just weird because I felt like I was just spinning my wheels, right? But um, like now it's all kind of paying off, and like I just kind of recognize the good steps to take i guess yeah i think um you know i i this year i'm gonna learn a lot and i've definitely gotten a lot more efficient as the year's gone on like i you know i i recover quickly um and you know like things are still going well um they could be going a lot better i mean that's that's for sure uh you know like i it's you know, I I don't want to make excuses. I mean, I definitely, if I would have planned more, I mean, uh, I mean, I talked to Luke about that. Like he was, you know, if I it, just straight up, if I would have planned more, I'd be in way better shape right now, but I didn't. So mm-hmm. I just got to adjust, um, you know, but things, people still are supportive. Like it was cool. I went to my restaurant for lunch this week that I sell to, and I've been able to sell to them. Just keep sending out that nothing email. And, uh, Ooh, I forgot to do that yesterday. So I better do that today. <laughs> Um, I just keep sending out that nothing email. I saw my owner. He's, the owner is my buddy. He's happy to see me. He's like, saw you got lettuce planted. Not going to lie. Looking forward to it. You know, like, and then the, the chef was happy to see me. And he was like, man, I don't know what the special is going to be. Here, you guys want to try this? I've been making this ice cream, trying to make this work. And then, like, it's just like, you know, it's it's cool. Like, I mean, it was cool to go there and um and get that special treatment. Um and you know it's it's just fun man and if people and i'm really lucky because people have been super supportive because they know i'm doing this part-time they know it's my first year and you know i have a good social network of people and um so i mean it's it's been cool but i mean like i don't you know i i definitely don't want to have every year be this much of a struggle like you know the whole plan was last year you know when i was helping joel like i was like man i don't want to have this be as much as a struggle and it hasn't been, but it's still like, dude, it's it's fucking hard if you don't have a walk-in cooler, man. It's it's um, you feel like you spin your wheels a lot, you burn out a lot quicker because you, you know, you you have time to harvest during the week, but it's like, okay, where am I going to put it? Oh, I'll just take the take the shells out of my fridge. So that's affected my diet because I don't have space in my fridge to store my you know food because it's like I have food in there. But you know what I mean? Like, I, when no, I, man, it's too many extra steps. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, 
Yeah, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you got to the bottom of that. Yeah, Drew's just going to keep going on and on and on and on. I'm just teasing. What about your week, dude? Let's talk about your week because your week was was a was a smashing success. Yeah, it was okay. I always feel like I could do more. I always yeah. feel like I could be more efficient. Like I do. It's just like uh, it's, I think that's just going to be the normal feeling. I think I probably already said that before, but yeah, I always think I can do more. I think I like. I don't know. Every it's really funny because like sometimes I'll like get a lot of shit done, and then everybody's like, "Oh, like good job," or like "This is cool," or whatever, right? And then I'm just like, "Yeah, B." <laughs> Uh, C plus, <laughs> like you know what I mean. I could have done, like I don't, like I think we talked about it before, but I don't think I've done anything like good yet. But yeah, this week again, I um, I just uh, the beginning of the week, I was really well planned out again, and uh, that was good. So I've been harvesting like kind of on time. I didn't really have to harvest anything on the Thursday that I had to deliver. That's good. Yeah, and then it was um, Canada Day. So, on Friday. So what are What's you doing up? to plan out your week efficiently? Nothing. I've already got it planned out. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, like- uh, no. So so I work my regular job on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thursday is my day off to do restaurant deliveries. So um, at this point in the game, I know that Mondays for me are pretty much a write-off. After work, when I get like sometimes, sometimes for me getting home from work, the hardest part of my day is getting home from my regular job and then making that transition into stepping into my farming boots. Yeah, that's really hard. And that's really on Mondays. Uh, No, it's hardest on Mondays. It's the hardest on Mondays. And so on Mondays now from five to six or yeah, from five to six, I'll take an hour. Like I get home at about four o'clock just before four o'clock. And so I'll have an hour to myself. Um, or half an hour sometimes, depending on what's going on. And usually all I have to do on Mondays is plant my radish microgreens. And so that's only like six trays. So that takes like 10 minutes. That's like nothing. And then um, I'll make an office hours though. So I'll catch up. I'll input all my crop data that I maybe inputted from that week. And I'll catch up on all my invoices. Not catch up on them, but just like, you know, write down which which one got deposited and um, do my farmer's market money then. Yeah. I make a like I make just the way I do it in my books. I I bill out. I make a special invoice for my farmers market, and then it's in QuickBooks as like yeah. as a customer as a farmers market is like the customer, and then so it's like week by week. There's like an invoice for each farmers market. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's how I do that. And so on Mondays, I'll I'll do that and I'll get that all in there, and then I'll like just you know. Uh, look at my crop plan and just sit inside. But usually that's kind of like a, usually Mondays are kind of like a bit of a wash for me. Like if I, as long as I get my radish microgreens in and like something done, I'm pretty happy. And then um, Tuesday, Wednesday, if I have to get some planting done, that's the day I would like to get that done. But I'll also harvest depending on what needs to be ready. Because like sometimes now I'm starting to catch stuff at the right time where I'll go out there and I'll be like, oh, this red Russian kale needs to get harvested today because it's perfect right now. Yeah. Or if it's like maybe a root crop, I'll do it earlier in the week if I like just, you know, feel like being out there or whatever. And then um, and then Wednesday is the same thing. And then Thursday, I'll try to, now I try to get most of my stuff done by Wednesday. For my Thursday morning deliveries, I have everything done Wednesday night. And then usually I have like a two-hour break in the middle of the day on Thursday. 
and I'll be able to come home and harvest the last like maybe like a couple pounds of like onions or like a little bit of kale or something in the middle of the day. And I'll go do my restaurant deliveries in Chilliwack in the afternoon. And then that, I'm usually home at like two o'clock. And then I usually take like a tiny bit of a break, but then I'll go out and do something else. And I'll, the, like on Thursdays when I don't have to go to my work, I don't really get that as tired as I do going to work and then coming home. Um, if I'm just working for myself that day, I can work a long time. I can wake up at five and work till like seven or eight. No problem. Like no problem at all. Um, and I mean, when I say that I work till like from five to eight, that doesn't mean I don't take breaks and it doesn't mean like I don't go inside and like go for lunch or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I just mean that most of the time I'm, I'm on, I'm plugged in, I'm working. And then, so Friday I'll go to work and then I'll come home and I'll harvest whatever is left for my farmer's market. And then I um, and then I usually leave a little bit of like the packaging for the morning. Cause I've got like I've got everything there. Cause I don't have to go till 9 30. And I wake up early anyways. So then on Saturday morning, I wake up at five and I go out and I package what I harvested. So usually I'll already have like my spring mix, like whatever, five pounds, like already harvested, right? So then I just got to portion it out into 20 bags. And then I'll, you know, portion out my microgreens and do that. And I'll usually do some of my portioning out on Friday night too, because sometimes it just takes a long time. Like it's, you know, sometimes I maybe want to sleep in for like till 630 or something, something wild like that. And then... uh, You're so wild. I know, I'm crazy. And then I'll go to my farmer's market until two o'clock. So by the time I get, by the time it's like three o'clock, I'm home and unpacked from the farmer's market. And then um, the last couple weekends... Last like hmm, the first actually the first couple weekends I just took that Saturday night off, but the last couple weekends I felt like really good when I got home, so I actually did outside stuff um, during that time just because it was like really nice the past couple Saturdays. So I just like stayed outside and did stuff just because it was it was fun, right? Yeah. And then um, Sunday I'll wake up and that's usually like the day I. The one day I don't have to go to work. Well, the last couple, the last little bit I've been going to work because we have a really big job that we're trying to finish up, and it should be done. Um, it should be done by the end of this month. But I've been going in on Sunday and working for like half day, and then I'll come home and do all my like my field work type stuff, and then that's pretty much my that's pretty much my week. So usually Sunday is like quite a bit more like of a physical day, and I yeah. think that's kind of why I get killed off on Monday a little bit, making that transition back to regular work and back to there. But this week was Canada Day on Friday. So because I have my um, restaurant deliveries on Thursday and I get Thursday off, I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Nice. And so that was four days in a row. And I haven't even had one day off in a row for the last month and a half. So because I've gone to either work every day done my restaurant deliveries or went to a farmer's market like there was something every day for the past month and a half um where i like literally didn't have like a like any mornings off or whatever right to like go do my field work and stuff so i went and did all my restaurant stuff on thursday and then i got home in the afternoon and i had some beds that were like that i should have turned over quite a while ago and they got like quite behind like uh, there was two beds in particular of red russian kale that got like Way too big, way too big. I was just like, I just missed them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I just went out there and I was just like, okay, I'll get those next week. And then it was just like, okay, I'll get those next week. Okay, I'll get those next week. So I had like a space to work with. So I was just like, fuck this. And I went out there and took care of it. And for some reason, I wasn't going to use my um, my BCS to turn over the beds because I had spaced my, like my rows end to end so tightly. But I had so many beds to turn over. I was like, shit. Um, I have this awesome tool. I might as well use it. So... I got it out and I made this little like ramp so that it went over my irrigation line so it didn't like hit it with the wheels. And then I, yeah, man, I started turning over beds. So that's what I did on Thursday, Friday, um, Saturday. Friday I had to harvest a little bit for the farmer's market, right? Saturday I came back, went to the farmer's market. I did. It was really weird, the farmer's market this week because it was like, it was nicer out and there still wasn't that many people. But like... Everyone bought from me. That's awesome. It was, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, I like it's really good that people bought and stuff, right? But I would, I think I would rather have the problem of that there's like too many people here or that there's, that there's people there and they're just not buying from me rather than like there's like 20 people there. And you, you know what I mean? Just because, like, I don't know. It's just hard to – I can't really scale up if already most of the people are buying from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on like a rainy day, then it just goes to shit because then those people don't come. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. It was good. It was a way better than the last couple of weeks. So I'm not going to – we don't have to talk about that. It was good. The farmer's market was good this week. I was really happy with it. I made 150 bucks there. Um, so that's like twice as much as I made the past like two or three weeks, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was like much happier with that and it was good. And then I came home. And I got to work again, man. I did some work, and then I went and uh, went to bed. Woke up, and then I had some stuff to seed and some stuff to plant. And then um, I actually had a uh, this girl came over and helped me uh, plant, which yeah, was really had nice. An intern, yeah. And then um, so that was really good because like I had kind of like I sh- we we were talking or whatever the past like week or couple weeks or whatever, and I I just wanted to. Like I didn't want to waste her time, but I also didn't want to waste my time by having someone there and be like, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know what I mean? And I kind of thought that we were going to lay landscape fabric because that's where I was at. But I didn't get as much done like usual as I thought I was going to. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of awesome because I just got her to seed all my next trays of Salanova. So she seeded 11 trays of Salanova while I drilled because I, I had – um. I had not drilled the holes in my board big enough to torch the holes. Gotcha. So I had to, yeah, I had to remake it. So while it took me like whatever, an hour to drill out these holes, maybe, or probably less, but she seeded all the trays by the time that I was done drilling the holes. So I was like, perfect. And then we went out and then she helped me burn the holes in the, in the landscape fabric. And just like having someone else there to like lay out the landscape fabric and stuff. Cause usually I just do it all by myself. Right. Yeah. And like that some bitch is blowing everywhere <laughs> and it's just really funny. Right. But like, uh, no, she really helped me quite a bit and it was just like way easier. And then we planted uh four beds of four beds of Salanova cause I had other transplants that were going in. And so I, I seeded 11 new trays and I replanted or I planted out four, four sets. So that was, that was like a really big help. And so now I've got like, all my beds are like turned over. This need to be some need to be amended and stuff. And I got to replant this week again. But yeah, I had like a I had a really productive 
It was just good. It was good. I, I this week I kind of felt like a. You remember when I didn't get in the farmers market? Yeah. That was like six weeks ago. And so I kind of stalled on planting stuff out because I didn't know if I was going to have like a market for it or not. And because I stalled for like a couple of weeks, I kind of don't have that much shit coming out this week. You know what I mean? Like the so past couple that's weeks. kind of like what I had this yeah. past week. Oh, yeah, totally, man. I was like, like I could have definitely, I would have taken more spring mix to the farmer's market this week, but I just didn't have enough. Like I only had, by the, by the time I got to my farmer's market and had done all my restaurant sales, I only had like five pounds left. So that's like 20 bags, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I just, I just wish I was more planned out. It's so funny we're talking about that I'm like better planned out than you, but I'm still wishing that I was like better planned out. I wish my, but then also a really good thing I did was while my downtime was at the farmer's market because there wasn't that many people, I like, went i just went through i like instead of sitting there like the past couple of weeks i was just fucking sitting there at the farmer's market and i was just pouting and like playing on my phone because i was like sad that i like wasn't making that much money at the farmer's market right yeah i was just like fucking pissing around and feeling sorry for myself and then this week i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna be productive with this time if i have to sit here for three hours anyways and not like there's definitely probably two hours of downtime for sure, for me going there if it's like a four-hour market, right? And so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be way more organized this time. I'm like, I'm going to decide what I want to do like tomorrow and what needs to go in and all my crop plans, right? So like, that's what I did when I was sitting there between. I was like revisiting my crop plan. And I wrote out all the beds that I need to plant out this week. And so that was like a really nice thing because then when I got, when I got home, I knew already what I had to do. And I made the most of that time because it was just, it was just, I just felt really good. You know what I mean? I just made some adjustments and yeah, felt good. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I got, uh, I need to finish those last two beds. Like I just need to get some, uh, organic material down. They're really, cause I'd been working on those other beds for like over the past year. I've dumped so much compost and everything like that on it. Um, it's just not level. Like if you look in my yard, it just kind of dips down. So I need to get some, uh, I need to just dump a bunch of, um, I have some like old use potting soil that somebody that I didn't get from free from a friend. Um, so I'm going to use that and I'm going to dump it down this week and get that stuff done. And, uh, I got to make some, I got to, I got that soil block tool. So I'm going to do that and redo some more Salanova stuff since I didn't get near the germination that i needed to because i i just don't think it was getting enough water in the hoop house so one thing that i've that i think i'm gonna do is set those trays in my row like in my row so when i when my sprinklers are going on that the sprinklers will actually get the, the trays as a thought i had what do you think i think it's a great idea personally to put the starts outside yeah yeah in the yeah, rows. Man, yeah i do that i yeah i already do that well, like as soon as they're ready to go like harden off type of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I'm going to plant these out this week. Then I take them out and I put them out there. And it's usually like the first couple of times I didn't do it on purpose. The first couple of times I did it because I was like, okay, I'm going to plant these motherfuckers out tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And then I just didn't get to it for like a week. So then this time, like I've had these, this, like these trees that I planted out yesterday, I guess I had them sitting out for fuck a week. Cause I thought I was going to do it last week and I just didn't, I just didn't have time to get to it. Yeah. But, I need yeah. to, 
Yeah, it's, it works, man. It's great because it comes on with your thing and everything is getting – and they're getting – they just get hardened off, right? Yeah. Good and for I, the plants too. I need to get the uh, uh, my rose done too, like the landscape fabric for my rose. So I have like the little tool that my brother helped me make. I think I have enough lettuce for two more beds. I transplanted three beds and I need to turn over two beds once – but only half of it's still good to harvest. So I need to – I'm going to get one more harvest off those beds. I got to figure out if I'm going to – just sell it to the restaurant or wait for the farmer's market. Um, I think I might just wait for the farmer's market. I think you guys start selling to that restaurant, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. I think I that's so a, too. it's a, like, he's only going to give you so many, he's only going to give you so many, like, buys. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's only going to give you so many. No, no. And, there's no pressure on me. Oh, yeah. There, there is no pressure on you. But and that's that, what he wanted. But you're just giving, you're just giving time for someone else to go in there and then he's like oh actually you know what this this other guy's coming here at nine bucks a pound except he's already been fucking he's showed up every week and he's selling me all his shit like you know what i mean it's just like opportunities opportunities only matter if you do something with them like if i'm like hey drew i'm gonna fucking give you a million dollars yeah right and then you're like oh you know well mm, i'm gonna wait for fucking two million or if you're like that's true yeah i think i I should then i probably should just uh hit him up wednesday and say I have this stuff. Um, yeah, man. If I was you, I would have went to the, I would have went to the restaurant the whole time. That's what I would have done, and then I would have sold Joel my other shit. Yeah, but like, and just double teamed the farmers market, right? That's yeah. what I would have done. But I mean, if you want to go to the farmers market, like, I'm not going to tell you not to because, like, that's that's your thing, right? But I think you still should have should have been selling something to that guy at the at the thing. Like, it's just such an easy way to unload a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You could have done most of your beds in Salanova. Well, no, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, but you still had carrots and stuff in there before. No, not in my beds. I just had Oh, radishes. those weren't yours? Those weren't no, Jules? that's Jules, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've just... No, and I, I have arugula, too, that I can yeah. cut, and I'm going to cut some samples, see if they want it, and then... Uh, some Drew samples. Yeah, it's just my arugula got hit by flea beetles, so I don't know if they'll want arugula. The restaurant? Yeah. No, probably not, but... Uh, no. But I could sell I t- that at the farmer's market. I took it to the... I took. Did I tell you about that? I took buckshot arugula to the farmer's market. People like it? <laughs> I had like six bags. And I was like, okay. Like when somebody was like, you what? You have arugula? I was like, yeah. And then they would like, get it. And they'd be like, can I buy this? And I was like, yeah. But it's got holes in it. Like from bugs. And I was like, we don't care. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah neat yeah. and then i had some lady come back and be like that was the best arugula i've ever had and i had to be like it sorry i good. don't have any this week it still tastes good though you know what i mean like that's the thing yeah. it, like my arugula out there right now it tastes super good i'll oh, probably harvest it tomorrow because it's ready i just that's put good. it in my fridge and um yeah i i think i'll cut that lettuce and and take it and just i'll tell i'll send them an email make sure it still tastes good i think it does i mean it looks good have, still it's gonna have be you been um, you've been keeping track of all your crops um no that means no i haven't been entering it <laughs> no i i have it written down i just haven't entered it in oh you haven't entered it in yeah so your cat's gonna have babies on all that paper and record again no no the, pa- the, the babies are eating food they're ready to go I'm shipping them out soon it's funny yeah, babies, babies, the the kitties are 
actually not even in this room. I'm in the cat room office, and they're all in my living room, laying on one of my chairs, eating. They're eating food now, drinking water. Oh, mine are too. Yeah. Yeah, mine are just badass. They're just like they're ready to go. They're ready to go to the homes. I think so. I'm gonna start getting rid of them. Nice. So they're cute and all, but I gotta get them out of here. It's too much. Yep. I come home and there's like, I gotta. I mean, they're so cute running around, but I'm like, man, I feel like I'm gonna step on you, and I just. I, oh yeah, we think we're gonna step on them all the time. <laughs> it's just like, like you'll be sitting in a chair, like we have. They have like a recliner at my mom and dad's house, right? Because that's where the cats are, and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone looks on the recliner and then they're like, no, Doug, don't, don't rock back. <laughs> don't do it. And then there's like little cats everywhere. And yeah, it's pretty funny. I like those little cats. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, man. Um, that, have you like, so this last week you had a lull in your production. Well, right? I had a lull. So, I mean, there was a, there was a few things. Um, I think it, it was just kind of, I needed to take a little step. I needed to step back and take a look from things on the outside. So I actually went camping with my dad and stepmom and I was, I got a lot of like work done before I went. So, because I was like, man, I have to get this stuff done before I go. And then when I left and came back today, it's like, I had a fresh mind to look at stuff. Um, so there's definitely a lull in my microgreens production um, because I haven't had trace and I haven't just, I just haven't washed them. And it's just, you know, man, I just got to get shit done. I can't, um, like, I just have to make it a priority. And I don't think I have been. I, I think I've been feeling overwhelmed. I think I've been really frustrated with different things. And, um, you know, and like I said, I mean, I, I got to, I have to be able to do this on my own. And uh, so that's that's what I got to start doing, man. I think, uh I think I was too dependent on, um, you know, leaning on Joel and now like Joel's got his own, you know, his own stuff. He's trying to get a house and he's got a new baby and he, he just can't help me as much. You know what I mean? It's just not. It, yeah, man. I think so too. There, there was like, but when we were doing the earlier podcast, there was like, uh, there was stuff you would say and I was just like, man, like you got to just do good for you. You got to work on being like I know. good for, good for you. I you know, know what I mean? Man. And it's just like, I, I think that one time. I forget what you said. One time in particular was like, you're just like, oh, like you were talking, about, you were talking about me though. No, no, you're talking about me. Like I don't know how you do like, it on your own. No, you're like, you're like, yeah, you don't have. I was like, yeah, I don't have a parachute, and you're like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you but can't I, be thinking like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I said it jokingly, like, just, but like I. But at the same time, I, it was kind of serious one. because like, you've been people, relying on it. Yeah, I had people that helped me. Like you know, like I mean, Joel's dad came and just put. Like what I'll do when I plant yeah, but there's nothing. There's nothing. I don't mean to cut you off, but there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with um having people to help you and stuff. No, but like when I have when I have like so that girl came yesterday and helped me out. If she didn't come, I was doing that shit anyways, and it might have taken me twice as long, but I was getting that shit done. It just seems like to me that sometimes when you say you're going to do something and then you line up with whoever to do something. If that thing falls through, then you don't get shit done. No, that's a fact. Yeah. And like, I, I, like, it's weird. Like, I just like somebody to be there, even if they don't do work. Like, all I had was like Keith and I, we went and we got uh, the insulation for the, the trailer. Um, and then I traded in my car because he's pretty much built that whole cooler. So I was like, I have this extra car. I'm like, 
you don't have one. You can just have this one if you get this work done. And he was like, cool. And I was like, cool. So the car was ready. I had picked it up like the week before. And I just, no, I picked it up on Monday. And I just hadn't had time to bring it down to him. Like, just because he's, you know, he lives kind of 20 minutes away. So it's, it's difficult to drive down there. So I was like, hey, man, how about this? I'm going to bring you up there. I just need you to put holes. So what I do when I do transplants, man, is I take like a, I have this old mop handle and we just basically take the handle and put it in the soil. So it puts a little hole there and you just pop the transplants in there. And, uh, so it goes pretty quick. I don't know. It's a, it's a thought. I just, uh, I just stick my hand in there and put the transplant green side up or red side up, depending on what kind of lettuce it is. No, I do too. But this way there's a pre-existing hole and you can move through a lot faster. Yeah, I um, I tried doing that before when yeah. like the soil was a little bit tighter, and I just felt like it was compacting it in there. Um, like I had I had used my BCS on my bed, so it was like beautifully chopped up soil. Yeah, you know what I mean to like put them in yesterday when I was transplanting. It was so funny. Like I don't think I'm that fast at transplanting, and I don't think that girl was slow at transplanting, but I was way faster than her. Well, also, it was just like you're getting I know. better at it too. Oh yeah, totally. That's why I told her. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm so slow. I was like, no. I was like, uh, this is like the tenth time I've done this already. Yeah, that was something else that I've realized too. Is it's like the the nice thing with this system that we're doing, and Curtis talked about it last week um, on that podcast with Diego. Yeah, is like you really do learn so much quicker because you're doing it over and over and over again. And it's, oh yeah, it's not like. Somebody said to me at work, like, oh, you're all done planting for the year, right? I'm like, fuck no, no dude. Yeah, another month of it. Every week. Yeah. Alexander Eakins told me that. He was, um, we were like old accountability partners through the course, but yeah. we just never kind of did it. We just talked every once in a while. Still buddies, but um, he told me that. We talked on the phone one time and he's like, yeah, man, like if you grow tomatoes and you've been farming for 10 years, you've only grown tomatoes 10 times. And I was just like, Yeah. It's a good point. He's like, so like, don't worry about like having, I forget what we were talking about, but you know what I mean? That was the, that was the whole point of it. But like you get to grow lettuce, you get to grow it every two weeks. So you have to figure out what happens. Yeah. I mean, exactly, dude. And I think, uh, so I, so that's, I mean, I feel a lot better now, man. Like I feel like that I've, you know, stumbled on my face a little bit, but the nice thing is, is like, we're not even like, you know, I mean, we still got, more than half the season left. Yeah. I mean, it's been a month. And I feel like I've already learned so much and I've made so many mistakes. And it feels like it's been so much longer than a month. Yeah, it does. But the nice thing is this, man, is like I was listening to uh on my six hour drive home today, I listened to a bunch of podcasts. And I listened to um Ben Hartman on Farmer to Farmer. And that Oh really, yeah. Yeah. Farmer, did I listen to that one? Yeah, it's yeah, Lean I'm Farmer. Just, must have listened and to then that. I was thinking like he was saying how so there's another option that you can do instead of the cool bot like there's a cheap way that you can get a chest freezer and convert it mm-hmm. and I was like man only if I would have listened to this before I'm not like I'm not disappointed that I what I did with the trailer like the trailer have way more space um, but it's you know I, I would have had a faster solution and and it's it's just kind of one of those things. So if people don't know what I'm talking about, I'll, I'll put a link for it in the show notes for what, what I'm talking about. But if you check out that episode, you know, Farmer to Farmer, Chris Episode Blanchard. 34. Yeah. And then um, I listened to the Elliot Coleman one too. That was really good. 
Oh yeah, I listen to him. He's a he's a cool guy. He is, and I and then it's just like you know, listen to that, and I I was grooving on Curtis's vlogs this week as well. Uh, I I just won't. I don't know why. I just haven't started watching Curtis's uh, vlogs things, and I know I should because it's like good. really applicable. I know they are. He did I know, it, and he switched I, it up. He used to do the weekly ones. Now he does it daily. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and the daily ones, it's it's like it's shorter, it's quicker. Yeah, it's um, better. But you get Life's more ever- content, and it's easier for him to do. So, um, I donated some money to him for it um, nice. because I know it helps him. Yeah, Diego went up there this weekend. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's him and Diego hanging out, and then I email chatted with Diego a little bit um, because he was looking up this thing with Evernote and getting things done, and like, uh. I was on Brett Vinat's podcast, School Sucks podcast, and he was showing me how to do it. There's like a video, and I I need to rewatch it because I still don't have don't know how to do it. Man, I just am, I need to get better with getting my tasks organized. Man, like I need to get a you know I just need to get better at it. Like and it's it was like yeah, man. I think you need to be a little less thinky and a little more dewy. I agree. Yeah, just like yeah, I think there's just like something. Like it, it's really funny because like we talk and then you're like come here and you're like oh yeah this is what I should have done, yeah or like th- like you already know like it's not like I'm it's not like we're you're coming into this and you're telling me about that you didn't know what you should have done then yeah you're coming into it with excuses which means that you did know what you needed to do you just didn't fucking do it that's true right yeah uh, yeah man I like like I think you're right on the edge of like. I think you're right on the edge of being like an executor and you just haven't figured out that last, that last tiny step. That's like, that's like, even when it's the last fucking thing that you want to do, you have to do it. And that's the, that's the trick, man. And like, maybe it would have been nice to take a step back, um, from your farm this weekend. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go camping for three days. You could have maybe taken I went camping for two days. Okay, fine. But you know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to pick out that as a, cause like maybe that, you know, obviously spending time with your family is really important. Well, yeah, but, it, it, um, it, it was, I, I'm not, you know, you know, but you don't understand what I'm saying. No, I, I absolutely, man. And it's like, you know, I need to, I need to just get shit done, man. Like, and I, and I, you know what I like to do is I need to, I need to start get, uh, I, this is what I want to do. And this is what, I need to execute. I need to get up early and just go outside and get shit done in the morning. Like figure out one test and I'm going to get done on the farm every day. Whether yeah, you be, have you. Yeah, you definitely make you make too many things. Your your list is too big. It is. Every week. Yeah. Every week is too big. Like I remember the first couple times we did it. I was like, yeah, I read this thing called the this book called the one thing. And it's like you should just do one thing. And then like even when we were promoting the I was like, yeah. Like maybe if like at the end of the podcast or whatever we're talking and right and I was like, yeah, like maybe everybody could share it. And then you're like, yeah, share it and go to iTunes and follow us on Instagram and follow us on Facebook and do this. Well, I'm, giving, I'm giving everybody and a different send, option. And send my mom. And I know I know it's different options, but um, but just like clear, small, concise instructions are like the way to go. You know what I mean? Um and I, you know, I'm not necessarily saying like just for just for the send off or anything like that. You know what I mean? But it just always seems like you have just like a lot, a lot, a lot. And even it's funny because um, even my mom said that to me um, a couple weeks ago or last week when I was hanging out with her. She said, "She's like, I'll tell you what. She's like, 
you definitely seem to like say you're going to do something and do it. And Drew sometimes kind of misses on it. And I was like, yep, definitely. Definitely do. Yep. Thanks, that's mom. A, that's a great observation, mom. My mom called you out. <laughs> She's like, Scott, that was a private conversation. I need, I need to, I just, you know, I need to um, execute, man. That's it. I know what I need to do. That's how it is with most things in my life. And like, it's not like I'm totally failing, but for, you know, for, for what I know I could be doing, I am in a sense. And I think yeah, that man, was kind I of the, the conversation yeah, last I think week. Could, I think you could be doing I like I don't think you're doing bad, but I definitely think you could be doing better. Oh, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I there's definitely some stuff where you there's could a, there's do. there's large rooms for improvement. Like, yeah, for sure. Because like even like like a couple of weeks ago you were like not bragging, but like bragging that you were you're like, oh, yeah, most of the things that people have trouble with are the things that I'm really good at, like selling but, and but finding. The, but the little finding. things I'm not. Yeah, man. And like, and that's fine. That's going to serve you well when you get further into your business because you can hire someone else out to do those menial tasks. But maybe for you, I like doing those tasks though because it makes me like, yeah, but you like doing them when you want to. Obviously, you don't like doing them because you haven't been fucking doing them. You know what I mean? I've just been being a pussy. That's it. Yeah, I know. But I really like eating ice cream and I eat ice cream all the time. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, I really like eating ice cream, so I'm not gonna eat ice cream. Um, yeah. Like if you if you really really like doing those tasks, you would be doing them. And I'm not saying that you don't find enjoyment in them. I'm just saying that like there's been something missing, man. Well, no, and like I've been thinking about uh, um, Diego saying like getting up early, do being willing to do things that everybody else isn't. And to an extent, I have been, but not consistently. And that's the biggest thing is I just got to be consistent about it. Yeah, man. So, so like there's, I mean, there, I, I, I need to, what I'm going to do is uh, once we get done with this call, I'm going to go through Wonderlist, and then I'm going to schedule. So this is something that like, and, I, and this is something I actually talked to Diego about. Like I actually have a lot more, I'm not good with lists. I'm good with scheduling tasks in a calendar. Like, oh, that's okay. what I told you. I know. Dude. I told you that before. Yeah, man. Successful people don't make lists; they make schedules. Yeah, man. And then you said Brett talked about it on a school sucks. Kevin podcast. Cruz, yeah, Kevin yeah, Cruz yeah, talked about it. Yeah, yep. and it's just what I need to fucking do, man. And it's it's um it's the same thing with the, like there's serious stuff that if I keep neglecting are gonna come back and haunt me, like my taxes. And and I have a bookkeeper. I talk to the bookkeeper. And I just need to text him and say, hey, let's meet. I'm going to give you my shit, but I need to gather all my shit and make sure it's right. Um, but, you know, I just need to just stop. Get it. I just need to get out of my head and just fucking do shit. If, I, if he doesn't have everything, then he'll tell me and then I can go from there. It's just I need to fucking get started and do it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of funny because, like, um, it seems to me, like, that you're scared of stumbling but the funny thing is, is that the fear of like, because you're not executing, because you're scared of doing it, you are stumbling anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fear, the fear of failure is holding you back so much that you're failing. And not that you not that you failed, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could be doing better. And it's just, it's just really funny how people like, um, people think that playing it safe sometimes and not taking that risk 
is good because you, you know, you're safe and you don't take that risk. But at the same time, like life shit hits you hard, man. And it is a risk to play it safe. Like every, like you can play it safe and everything can go fucking wrong. So you might as well take the risk and do it anyways. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I've learned in life, man. Big time. I've watched like, I don't want to get into too many details about shit, but I've just watched shit happen with my dad and his brother at his business and just other people that have played it safe. And like, there's, there's pretty much zero reason to play anything safe because like terrible shit can happen no matter what. So yeah, man, just like that fear. I think you just got to get over that fear of like, and it's easy for me just to sit here and tell you that when I've already like done it for myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's going to be a point in time. There's going to be like a point in time when you do something that was really fucking hard. And then like in permaculture, man, one of the things early on is recognizing patterns. Um, And you're going to realize that this pattern of overcoming obstacles, it's not just like that one time thing. And then you're going to realize that every time you've had success in your life, like when I learned how to draw well, or when I learned how to, when I really learned how to like at the end of my fighting thing, when I was, when I was like decent at fighting or when I lost weight or do anything, like all these things I did to be successful are just, same qualities and I have those so I can apply those to anything that I do now yeah and you're gonna find that too one day and I don't know when it's gonna be I hope it's gonna be like really soon you know what I mean yeah but you just gotta go over that fear of stumbling agreed 100% agreed I don't even know if it's a fear of stumbling I think it's uh is it fear of success I'm scared of success yeah I think so I am it's like I was thinking today on the way home like did you, listen to, did you listen to the Jack Spearco on um I listened to it. I listened to no, not that one. I listened to his podcast on Monday. Oh, do you were you there for his final talk at yeah. Permaculture Voices Three? Yeah, I need to listen to it again. Yeah, man, it's good because he just talks about he talks about that thing that I was talking about a couple weeks ago about um about deserving it. Yeah, right. It's kind of nice actually hearing it. I was like, ah, I learned that. <laughs> well, um, something he said with Benton, and it's something that you've told me to do too is and i need to just i need to get um that account set up and just start taking all my all my earnings from the business put it in that account don't touch it unless i need to buy something for the business and not and just just what we talked about like until i'm ready to transition to it full time like this is something he said because benton wrote in um for emails and he said look don't use any of that money while you're at your job because you're going to set yourself up for failure if you're using that as a source of income instead of transition. So yeah. when it's when you're transitioning, you just put that in a bank account, and you sit it there. So then when you're, you know, when you when you start to to need to live off of it, you, you basically can. are creating also you're creating like a parachute for yourself. Yeah, man, that's what I've been trying to do. It's I so know. funny because like um Sometimes it's hard to remember where you heard stuff from. Yeah. Like, because you just hear shit all the time. And, like, a lot of these things I think I've internalized. But, like, when I hear somebody like that say it over, I'm just like, oh, okay. I probably didn't get that idea myself. <laughs> well, you know I mean? maybe, but it's it's also, like, for me, it's, like, it's, you know, people don't hear what you – I've said – I say this all the time because it's the truth. People don't hear what you say. They hear what you keep saying. There's, like, shit that you say to me. And I'm like, yeah, Scott, yeah, Scott, yeah, Scott. And then I don't do it. And then I finally do it. And I'm like, 
you know, if I just would have listened to Scott and did this, you know, two weeks ago, I'd be in a way better spot. Like, start your microgreens, start your microgreens, start your yeah, microgreens. Man. That's what, that's what, but I've already, okay, I, the only reason I know that now is because I did that in fighting, man. Yeah. I did that, I did that in fighting really badly. Um, there was guys, like, coaches would come in and they'd be like, keep your hands up. And I'd be like, okay. Like, this is like, this is literally, someone's standing in front of you and you're going to spar and they're telling you to keep your hands up and you, you say, it, it happens. And it's not just me, it's everybody does it because you get tired and your hands get low, right? Um, Luke Rock. Yeah, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. And you put your hands down, keep your hands up, put your hands down. And man, at a certain point in time, like, I remember this one fight. Um, I was actually teaching, it wasn't a fight, I was teaching kids at the gym. And I was like, I was like, come on, guys, like, um, take him down, 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 take him down. The kid wasn't listening, right? I was like, take him down, take him down, take him down, take him down. And then finally, like this other, like one of my coaches was there while I was running the kids class. And he looks at me, he's like, Beetle. He's like, if you didn't listen the first five times, saying it 50 times is not going to help him out. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's a really good point. Right, like if he's not listening, he's not listening. Um, but yeah, man, I think um, too. I like, think I it's, didn't. It's, I didn't listen though. But then there was a point when when I got to hang out with this really high level coach. Yeah, and like I had all these excuses made up in my fucking head, and at the end of the day, it just didn't matter because I didn't fucking execute on what he was telling me to do. And like when we were sitting out by the fire at PV three, and I asked Jack Spierko like. Well, how do you like, uh, like, how do you not self destruct? Like, how do you get around that? And he's like, no, he didn't listen. And I was like, oh, that fucking hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> I thought I learned how to listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, man, it's, it's this weird thing where you think you're listening, but the execution of what you're doing is if you listened or not, not if you heard what he said. Yeah. Like listening, listening is putting that into action. Listening is not hearing. And that's the big problem. I think a Most lot of it too hear. is like clearing the noise out. Like clearing yeah. that stuff that's nagging at you. And I think it's like I have too much noise going on in my head a lot of times. Like whether it be, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Which is why me scheduling out blocks is is going to be the difference for me. Like it's not that I'm not successful now. I'm just not, you know, but I'm really not in my opinion because I'm not where I want to be. And like I've, I've had successes. Um, yeah, I would say that. the biggest I- difference between me right now and me where i want to be is being that organized with my time i yep. gotta get organized with my time and if i'm and i gotta stick to that man yeah for man fitness, you say for food yeah. for for me yep. to lose weight i mean all that stuff when i stop being organized with my time and i stop doing that i just go back to the same shit i get lazy i get i get um i make justifications for my laziness and it's and I just need to stop fucking doing that, dude. Like, I just need to get up and do something. Like Chris Throw says, like if you don't know what to do, do something. Yep. And oh it, yeah, man. And totally. It, and it's just pretty much, pretty much that's it. And I tell you what, Scott, what are you gonna do this week? Because we're almost at an hour, and uh, I actually want to go to fucking bed early so I can get up tomorrow and clean some microgreen trays. Um, I'm just gonna keep rocking it. I got lots of shit to plant because I made that list at the farmers market. That's my uh, important things to do. I don't have that many things coming out this week, so I can't really push too much shit to restaurants. But I just need to just get my shit planted this week. That's my that's my uh, priority number one. That's good. All right. So pick one thing for me. Yes. 
Just one. That's it. Just one. Uh, one thing for me is going to be getting getting a schedule. Like build. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Love it. Take a weekly block schedule. Yep. Yep. Perfect. And okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. <laughs> we're not done yet, buddy. Uh, that's it. What do we have to do? We got to go over the new sponsors. <sighs> thanks to Greg Burns Bacon and everybody else. Really, really, Greg Burns Bacon. That's what you're going to do for Greg Burns. No, I like that guy. All I, right. I stole a whole bunch of things from him. Like, like, uh, ain't nothing to, nothing to, it, to it, but, but to it. do it. Uh, and I stole that. Uh, like, you, you haven't, you weren't a dad before you had kids. And you weren't a husband before you had a wife. So, <laughs> yeah. like, why do you think that this is going to be any different? Absolutely, man. He's a smart guy. <laughs> um, anyways, Greg Burns hit me up last week and uh, pretty much said, hey, I'd like to, how much would it be to sponsor your show? And I said, it's free. Um, but if I sell stuff from the podcast, just we'll, we'll work it out in that pig cost or something. So that's it. I don't, I don't really want money from any of this yet. So anyways, guys, this is what you can do though. I, I'm a firm believer in Greg Burns' farm and in his products. I've eaten his bacon and his chicken. It's delicious. It's all forest raised. Animals, craft meats, which is another thing you should take from uh, Greg Burns. Beyond organic, um, and right now, if you're in the Ohio area, you want to get pig, chicken, or Thanksgiving turkeys. Please click on the link in the show notes and send Nature's Image Farm a message. They also have Bocking fourteen and four of Comfrey, um, and they will ship the Comfrey anywhere. So even if you're just wherever. Just message them. They'll get it shipped to you. Um, go to uh, newfarmsupply.com. Anything you buy there. Code word sample. Save 28%. Um, if you want to join this course and, and, and be a part of this group and learn the system that we're implementing, go uh, click on the link in the show notes and you can save $100. And that's it. Um, all, well, obviously... If you are in the Colorado area, you want to go to the Regenerative Agriculture Conference, Scott and I will be there. Uh, go to the link in the show notes and support it. Keeping it short and sweet. Sweet. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. Peace.